Hi all. So a while ago on YouTube, I stumbled down a wormhole of small kitchen appliance reviews. As I was looking to buy an air fryer and perhaps maybe a pressure cooker, that's when I stumbled across one of the worst YouTube chefs of all time. His name is Jack Scalfani, as I like to call him. Jack Salmonella Scalfani. I watch video after video of him butcher, sometimes quite literally, recipes. Imagine driving slowly past a multi-car pileup on the interstate. That's my face as I watched him teach the internet how to make partially cooked meals of varying types and taking awful and unneeded shortcuts to recipes that are already quick to prepare. The absolute horror of Jack's lazy man chefing air quote techniques to my boyfriend Tom and now since we can't unsee it we are opening your eyes to it as well I'm Michelle and I welcome you to join us for this horrific journey better known as Pink Chicken and the Lazy Man Welcome back to Pink Chicken and the Lazy Man Pink Chicken and the Lazy Man Hello folks, welcome to our first episode of Season 5 of Pink Chicken and the Lazy Man, the podcast With us in our studio is our very special guest, the Pink Chickadee Hello! We're gonna watch an episode with Pink Chickadee But I thought, because we missed so much over the summer There's been a whole Comfort Dudes Month I mean, Comfort Dudes Month <laughs> and there's That's not a, right either That's, that's not, not right enough not, no, there's Comfort Foods Month. Comfort Foods Month. But we call it Comfort Dudes Month. Comfort Dudes Month, yes. And before that, that was in August, we had Jule in June, where Jack did all Julia Child recipes. They weren't all Julia Child's recipes, nor were they all of Julia Child's recipes. Because right. Jack doesn't even know who Julia Child's is. There was one time where he thought she was French, then she went to a French school for learned cooking, but he didn't know what that was. Then he knew that she was kind of on TV. He thought maybe she was the first cook on TV to be recorded in a video format or whatever he said. He's wrong. I'm just going to his comment section of the video. Somebody very nicely wrote out who the first chefs were on TV. It was Philip Harbin, 1946, in the United Kingdom, and James Beard, 1946, in the USA. Julia's show, which premiered in 1963, was the ninth cooking show to hit the airwaves. So yeah, thank you to Fuffy for in Jack's comment section of this video for pointing out that information for us. So now we have that little nugget of information. If you watch the HBO series Julia, she introduces James Baird. I didn't know he had his own TV show. Thank you, Foofy452. So yeah, Jack starts out the video with a little ramble and completely shows you that he does zero research, which we, we all know, but specifically this month where he's covering Julia Child's recipes, you would think he would do just a little bit more research than he usually does. As Jack has maintained several times, he's just a talent. This is this is the Cooking with Jack show. He's Jack of the Cooking with Jack show, but he makes himself out to not be his own producer, director, writer, creator, showrunner, even though he is. Right. Although mommy wife Tammy plays a significant role, as always. Right. She she foots the bill for the whole thing, basically. Right. <laughs> well, she, she yeah, she's the office manager, bookkeeper, accountant, CFO, COO. And sometimes a sous chef, too. 
And the chauffeur. And the chauffeur. And the chauffeur. We're skipping back a little bit to June, and we're going to cover all of the episodes of Julia in June. And it's late October, as you hear us now. Yeah, it, it is late October. We're coming up. The pumpkin spice is flowing. Yeah. The leaves are falling. We're coming up to... The basic bitches in their Ugg boots are out everywhere in their fluffy vests. We're coming up to the Thanksgiving and the holiday season, so we're going to take a look back at some of the Julia in June recipes, and we're going to spend the other half of the season looking at the comfort dude month. Comfort Foods Month, that is to say. It was so rich and creamy with content, shall we say. Overflowing. Overflowing. With content. Yes. Absolutely. Which is better than what Jack is doing now in October, which is basically freezing food. Or unthought well, that was, to refreeze. That was September. That, that, that was that was freeze-dried September when Jack tried to be an affiliate marketer for the Harvest Right freeze dryer. Unsuccessfully. Unsuccessfully. Obviously. Although he did give us the worst visual nightmare we've had so far this season, and that's saying something. Rehydrate hydrated taco meat. Imagine freeze-drying taco meat and then just pouring water over it to rehydrate it and then eating it. You'll find out why NASA nor SpaceX have ever done Taco Tuesday because rehydrated taco meat is pretty nightmarish. That's our little season opener, so you know where we left off, where we are right now. I think we can get into it. If everybody's ready, we're going to start reviewing the episode. Does Pink Chickadee know this is the time when we tell our audience to synchronize their YouTubulators? No. Should we all say it together? Sure. Okay. Synchronize your YouTubulators. Yay! All right. We are counting down in five, four, three, two, one. Here we go. This is the second, uh, this is the, the not the latest theme music for the Cooking with Jack show. Yeah, it's not the baby calliope music. The Joker dance video. Yeah, it's not the Joker dance video music. We start out in the kitchen. Jack's talking about how excited he is for Julian June, all the recipes he's looking forward to doing. He's trying to banter. This is the part of a cooking show where the host would typically banter, where they would be reading a combination of cue cards and teleprompter, trying to inform the audience as well as entertain. Entertain. But Jack, of course, can do neither of those things. He says she was trained in France, which is one of the top schools out there. All of France. All of France the is a France, school. France is just a school. It's just a school. Yeah. It's my favorite school. <laughs> Yale, Princeton, and then France. France, yeah. Right. I love when they play Harvard in their football game. <laughs> <laughs> so he wants to pay homage or whatever to her or whatever, you know. Then he starts going off. There's a movie written about Julie and Julie. He doesn't, he doesn't really know any of the details of that. Amy Adams and Meryl Streep vehicle, Julie and Julia. He mentions the HBO Max series, yes. Julia, which uh, as of this writing is probably canceled because Warner Brothers Discovery is canceling everything no, on HBO Max. I don't think so. They were renewed for a second season that was announced over the summer. Unless something has changed. I haven't heard otherwise. I was making a Warner Brothers Discovery joke. So he's going on and on here about that this is when Jack started having delusions of grandeur. Remember earlier in the summer when he was like, guys, we're gonna do so much. We're gonna do Julia Child. Then I'm gonna do Gordon Ramsay and 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 Guy Fieri okay. no, and Rachel Ray. There was gonna be a vote, which he did do. It was between whoever got the highest votes. He was gonna do Rachel Ray recipes, Gordon Ramsay recipes, or Guy Fieri. And I believe Gordon Ramsay won, but we never saw any of the recipes. No, but I Jack don't. did spend like a thousand dollars on hex-clad cookware and knife and set. He also bought a bunch of cookbooks too. He bought all the cookbooks from all of those chefs. Right. Has a 
hasn't cracked one of them open yet. That may be coming at some point. We don't know. He may or may not be giving away a six burner grill. He may or may not have given away a smoker. Said he was giving that away. And then the person didn't show up in the comments or something. And then don't forget all of the tools. The silly kitchen tricks tools or whatever that was. The corn stripper. No information on how to enter the contest. No. Again, Jack Jack doesn't know these things. He's just the talent. Yeah. Now we're into it. He's introducing the ingredients. Guys, he's brought us in close. He's taking a look at the ingredients, including the gummy garlic, which is his reconstituted frozen and then reconstituted again. Whole peeled garlic from Members Mark from Sam's Club. There's the butter dish that I hate so much. The oversized butter dish. Um, so basically... The fun part is he taunts Pink Chicken with it, mentioning how much butter the Julia Child uses in all of her recipes, and he keeps smacking the ass of that butter dish. If you look in his comment, or if you look in the video's description, and compare it with, if you do... Don't do that now while you're driving. If you're listening to the... Because this, <laughs> this is an actual podcast, so people could be listening to this while they drive. Right. Don't don't check your phone while, we're, while you're driving. If you compare the recipe in Jack's description, he specifically says he's going to do whoever the winner is of that competition in September, which he completely stopped to do that freeze drying to try to drum up some business for the MLM scheme that is Harvest Right. You think the Tower Garden people turned him on to the Harvest Right freeze dryer and then he read in their bylaws that if you have a YouTube channel or a video social media platform that you can earn up to 10% commission for every Harvest Right freeze dryer sold. So uh, Jackie saw dollar signs before his eyes, but it didn't work out because Jack can't commit to things. If you check the, the description of this video and you compare it with a Google search of Julia Child's meatloaf, there's one resor- result that comes to the top and it's DD Kitchen and it's Julia Child's meatloaf and it's word for word the exact recipe that he uses here. And even to the point where he mentions that the meatloaf can be made with ground pork or sausage and or turkey and eliminate rice. Usually you would make it with rice and the beef, but he's eliminating the rice because he doesn't like rice. He wants more meat. Well, he ostensibly maintains that he's getting rid of the rice because of those naughty, naughty carbs. Yeah. Because he's, he's still he, pretending to lean keto. He's mentioned before he's not a fan of rice, though. But any anything that Jack can do to put more meat in something, you know he's going to do. So he's shown off his ingredients, including forgetting the paprika and the allspice and the broth, which he forgot to mention. But, you know, that's Jack. Won't stop. Again, Jack does one take. Jack is live to tape. He does not stop, record, and correct himself. He did not check the flame in this video either. Oh, and this is the funny part, because what happens here is he speeds up the video, but forgets that he puts audio underneath it, so the audio is also sped up. Like, he's trying to do a montage of him combining all of the ingredients. At, at the 4 minutes and 56 second mark, right. he goes into a Benny Hill video hypercut montage of him trying to mix the ingredients together because this being a Julia Child recipe, not only are the ingredients important, but the techniques that you use to mix stuff together. It's complicated. It's complicated, which he does like a very poor job of. But it's, it's meatloaf. Just, it's meatloaf. So it's how combining. Can you, how can you really mess it up? Jack finds a way. Trying to not mess up the order of the steps, Jack messes up by messing up his post-production. So rather than speeding up just the video, he speeds up the audio as well, which turns it into a Benny Hill type uh, comedy gag. Now my beef here with this, haha, beef. Uh-huh. 
my beef here with this is the device that he cooked this in. It's swimming in its own grease. It's too deep. Which he likes. It looks like the top got really burnt and then the bottom is kind of like gray. It's a metal topped silicone baking dish, which again, you're having two different materials. The metal's going to get the top of the pan hotter than the bottom of the pan because the silicone is resistant to the heat. Just use that for the shaping of it. You're famous of your meatloaf technique of just using the loaf pan to shape the meatloaf right, rather than to bake in it. Depending on what cut of beef you get, like 80, 20, 75, 15, whatever, is how greasy it comes out. If you get one of the greasier ones, which actually has a little bit more flavor in it, it's going to swim in its own grease. And the cooking guy says fat is flavor. So, so then we come to Jack dumping out the loaf on his cutting board. And when he does that, he tries to cut a piece. He gives up because he can't hold the loaf and cut the loaf at the same time. Because he uses his dead hand. Rather than getting a carving fork to hold the loaf down so he can cut it with his Steinbrucker knife. So he cuts like one fourth of the meatloaf off. Like that's his serving piece. Jack doesn't prepare. So Jack doesn't know if he's going to cut the end off, if he's going to cut the end off and then cut himself a slice, or if he's just going to cut the whole loaf in half and give us that Sam the Cooking Guy-esque cross section. So Jack does like a mishmash of all three. He cuts like a third of the loaf, but he cuts the end off. So he tries to do the cross section, but it doesn't end up looking like anything because it's a meatloaf. It's homogenous from top to bottom, except for the burnt pieces in the top. Now that Jackie has touched the meat and smelled the meat and is looking at the meat, he can't resist. So rather than actual cut himself a slice and be like, this is how you would prepare it and plate it to serve it to your guests whom you love and respect. Nope. Jack just knocks the end over and goes at it with a knife, kind of like a, like a street attack. This man was shipped a adaptive cutting board over the summer by one of his fans. He refuses to use this thing, and I don't know what the reason is for it, because he's come close a couple times to cutting himself. The only time that Jack will admit that he's differently able is when he parks. They like to use the placard to get the oh, close parking space to the Arby's or the Buffalo Wild Wing. His eyes go up to the ceiling, and then there's a quick jump cut, but you can see the eyes rolling back in his head. This is his jam. Well, he got a mouthful of meat which he then wiped his mouth off onto the dish towel as the he often does. dish towel that never gets cleaned. Right. <laughs> this was also when Jack was trying to do like a bunch of videos at the same time and Jack doesn't like to devote a lot of time to doing his videos even though this is Jack's only source of income and really pastime. But Jack likes to be like, oh, I, I gotta hurry up guys. I gotta do these things. This video, he's in and out in about five minutes. Well, that's because he sped up the montage of combining things and I don't know what the purpose was for that. Was he trying a new technique because he's got the $3,500 MacBook that's M-A-C-K book or is he just he's trying I know he, for a while he was trying to do shorts and TikTok and appeal to those audiences was he trying oh to do you think this was like the TikTok thing like kind of succinct editing yes he was just cutting things or maybe he's embarrassed that it took him a lot longer than it would take a normal person to mix these items together which we find no shame in but he does he tries to cover it up as much as possible. And yet for a guy who's basically, this is a six minute and 53 second video, the last 20 to 25 seconds are his pointless QR code end title card. He has the Bitmoji and so I don't know if this is, this has to be before he got whacked from Bitmoji. It's like he's back to using it again and certain on certain things. I, I don't really know what's going on with the Bitmoji. He does have it on certain, certain 
certain merch items that he's still wearing, like certain shirts and things like that. So it's not really consistent. Like it disappeared for a while, but now it's like back a little bit. Yeah, he tried to eliminate it from all of his material, probably when he got served with the letter. Yeah, the that letter. said, uh, we noticed you're using our stuff on your apparel merchandise, which you're trying to sell, which that's a really big no-no in the Bitmoji world. Yeah, I mean, we looked, we downloaded the PDF of, of the usage, yes. and you can't do that. No, they, <laughs> even in their jaunty, hey guys, welcome to the world of Bitmoji PDFs, they clearly say, no, no, using that as our intellectual property, and you're prohibited from sales of merchandise involving our property. They own it. No matter how many Bitmojis you make, Bitmoji owns those Bitmojis. When he's frying up the onions, I don't know if he walked away for a little bit, or he had the flame too high. When he starts mixing, you don't really get to see it because he, that's when he speeds up the footage. Yes. Those onions are dark brown and crispy. Not how you would want them in a meatloaf. You would want them soft, translucent, smaller pieces, not like a fork and chunk. You right. Don't bite into a big chunk of onion when you're eating a meatloaf. I'd almost like puree it in a food processor, which he, we know he has. He has, he has several. He has a Vitamix. You know, he has all of these different things he could be using. Jack does just, not want for the latest in kitchen technology, things that could assist him to make up for his lack of technique and knowledge because he lacks professional kitchen knowledge. Do you think he, he's too lazy to pull these items out of his cabinet? Jack is Sinatra at the end. Doesn't do two shows a night, won't do more than one take of a recording. Jack is, we're doing it, we're doing it live. He's, yep. he's very Bill O'Reilly in that. So I think at this point, we should basically go through the video and pick our lowest point. We'll go around the studio table here and say what we think the worst part of the video was. Okay. We'll start with Pink Chicken. Pink Chicken, you six minutes of absolute meatloaf bound horror. What do you think was the low point of the video? Right off the jump, him trying to impart his knowledge of Julia Child, which he has none. She went to school in France. She, the school she went to was France. There was some movie. He gets all the dates wrong. The people. The people. Doing stuff. Basically, any of the details that he tried to give you. Say you've never heard of Julia Child before. You're tuning in because you want to learn. And you're, for whatever reason, doing the Cooking with Jag show to learn these things. Well, he hyped it up, remember? Right. He hyped it up like, guys, we're going to go deep in the Julia Child world. <laughs> we're going to tell you so much information. Everybody, the whole internet, because this is when the HBO Max series was coming. Right. There's a, there was a resurgence actually, of interest in Julia Child earlier in the summer that Jack was trying to ride. He released these videos the month after the show was off the air. They went through their whole series and there were only like eight episodes. He waited all the way to the end rather than doing it like side by side and then released it when the hype was already over. Jack is just the talent. He's not the producer of his own show, but he is. Jack doesn't plan for the edit. Jack doesn't shoot for the edit. He doesn't think about his own release schedule. Jack just does what Jack does, what mommy wife tells him to do. Okay, Jackie, I'm going to go to my real job. You stay here and make your videos sweetie and make sure you have something for me to eat except on Tuesdays when we go out to eat or we're Jack on the go. Even if he didn't catch it on the first episode, if he caught it halfway through the series, the you know, fourth episode, it, you still have the fire behind you. Right. Or the finale. There was also a, a show on Food Network that was like a reality series where they were cooking it was like a show. Oh, the Julia, show. Yeah, the Julia Child Challenge. Yeah, that was on Food Network. Oh yeah. So that, I mean that was on. There was, there was, was there, this was peak Julia Child buzz. Right, and 
and he was late to the party yes. and was like a month late to it. So really, he should have been doing this in May. Jack has two common ingredients always, jump cuts and lies. The two ingredients Jack is always missing are planning and technique. If we're talking about the video as a whole, I would say the description and the, the information he gave you at the beginning of the show. We're going for cooking technique. It's got to be those onions. The onions were terrifying. <laughs> and now we'll throw to our studio guest, the Pink Chickadee, and ask her what she thought the worst part of the video was. I have to say the worst part of the video, I agree with Pink Chicken, was the beginning because it was it was very slow. It was very boring. He doesn't know jack about this Julia Child. <laughs> 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 he sits there and he goes on and on about her. He's like, maybe, he, maybe she did this, maybe she did that. I don't know. I just know she did this thing. Also, there's these other guys, Jack Fury and Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> It's slow, it's boring, it's really monotone, it takes up half the video. It's dumb as hell. For the cooking part, I'd have to say cutting the meatloaf in half just because that was also very anticlimactic. He opens it up and it's just like it's falling apart at like the bottom half. And I think outside of the video, I think the worst part is Jack had a real opportunity here that he somehow, uh, maybe somebody mentioned it to him, maybe mommy, wife, Tammy or somebody said, hey, you should do that Julia Child thing because that's going to be big. The Food Network show coming, there's an HBO series coming, PBS is doing it special, like, you should do the Julia Child thing, and Jack just bobbles it. He had the ball at the 50-yard line and right. fumbled it. <laughs> right. It's like, it's, like, it's like Jack was all set up in the jack-in-the-box drive through to get the mini tacos, and it could have been a wonderful experience, but Jack, because of who Jack is, turns it into a living nightmare and then drops the food on himself anyway. In terms of the cooking technique, first of all, using the loaf pan, yeah. rather than just forming it and baking it on a sheet pan like they tell you to do now, using the silicone loaf pan of all of them because it's just trapping the grease. It just made a little, a little made a little hot meat grease jacuzzi. Well, if it maybe if the pan was metal, all metal all the way through instead of silicone, metal. it would have round up a little bit more on the bottom. But yeah. if it was swimming in grease, that wouldn't have helped. No matter what kind of pan it was. And he didn't even make like a glaze or anything for this. It's a very plain meatloaf. If you look at a recipe, like even this is not a meatloaf. I don't. I think I would make because it's so plain. Like there's not a ketchup glaze. There's no brown sugar glaze. Some people do ketchup and mustard mixed together. There's none of that. It's just really plain. The bay leaves on the top is actually part of a recipe, but it's like, those are pretty strong. So I don't know if I would like the flavor in that throughout the meat. I mean, maybe it's something to try, but I don't think it's something I'd enjoy. Yeah, this this seems like more of a European-style meatloaf than an American meatloaf. American right. meatloaf is basically like hamburger in cube shape. Right. Like, here, have a slice of hamburger. The uh, show premiered in, what, 1968 or whatever? 1963, whatever I said at the beginning of the episode. Mm -hmm. People's tastes were different back then because they didn't have maybe some of the outlandish condiments you're, and things that we have now. You're coming out of the most horrendous period of American culinary times, the mid-century American cooking, where right. uh, for some reason we decided that hot dogs belonged in jello molds. I mean, it wouldn't be my go-to meatloaf. It might be something i try just to try it. I don't think I'd enjoy it. It's too plain for me. I would rate it a 3 out of 10. Yes. <laughs> I, I would rate a solid three, but from Jack, definitely a one. <laughs> I would rate it a 53 out of 100.5 or whatever confused techniques he uses. <laughs> a B minus, even though it's an A. He talks like it's going to be a C plus, but then he gives it an A minus because at the end of the day, he got meat in his mouth and that's what Jack wants. Sadly, this isn't the worst recipe of the series. There's a lot more horrifying stuff coming. Including chicken. But interestingly, interestingly, there is one recipe he actually did very well. And we'll cover that one too. I think I think he deserves it. You know, we have 
some episodes of us trashing his technique. Maybe we should do one where we're like, yeah, you did this right. Good uh, are job. You, are you doing what the professional podcasters would call a tease for our very next special episode? Oh, maybe. I don't know. I think that was later in the series, though. So it might be a little while for that one. Well, we are doing Julia in July and June. Well, it that's... should have been July, right? Yeah. It's, yeah it's, it feels more natural. But why was it June? I don't know. I, I don't know. He screwed the whole thing up, as he always does. It should have been May, really, but that doesn't, it doesn't have the alliteration. Right. <laughs> but for our purposes, this is going to serve as our first episode of Season 5 of our show. I don't know where we're going to go from here because freeze-drying content sucks. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll figure something out. We, we got 14 episodes in this season to go. This is Episode 1. Yeah. So we got 13 more tries to figure out something. Do a cross-section of the loaf of Jack's horribleness <laughs> and peel it open for the audience to see as it falls apart. And then eat and look up at the ceiling. Yes. We'll have your eyes roll back in your head. We'll pop it in our audience's collective mouth and wipe their wipe their lips with the dish rag. <laughs> oh, man. So that's what we have for you, folks. We'll try to get this up on air on Podbean and any other places our podcasts can be found. Look for us on Facebook, YouTube. Oh, by the way, we have another copyright strike. More on that on the live show. Indeed. Don't forget to join us every Saturday at 2 p.m. for Pink Chicken and the Lazy Man, the Boys Club. Woo! I think we're on Twitter, too. So, oh, and Discord. Don't forget Discord. Oh, yes. The mighty secret. The secret Discord channel. Secret. Anyway. We'll get your Pink Chicken and the Lazy Man decoder rings. Thank you for joining us as always. And thanks, Pink Chickadee, for joining us in the studio. For uh, episode one of season five of Pink Chicken and the Lazy Man. Fart. Fart. <laughs>